Hi, welcome back to Beer with Jesus, Denise and Rob. Tonight I am drinking a herbal tea. It's got some immune boosters in it because everybody around me is sick and I do not want it. I'm coming back with another Christmas beer, this time from BrewDog. It's called Hoppy Christmas. It's a Christmas IPA. It comes in at 6%. And it says on the side of the can, batteries not included. And it reminded me of a movie, classic 80s movie, called Batteries Not Included. I think it's a Steven Spielberg movie, matter of fact. I would, I highly recommend you look it up and check it out because it's pretty darn good. So, today's topic is... Well, you hear peace a lot this time of year. Like, was it peace and peace good... Peace on earth, and, goodwill and, to men. Yeah, goodwill, whatever that crap is. You know, if the people saying it, they don't really mean it. They're just saying it because it's this time of year. But we figure we talk about peace for a little bit. And I I think we all want the peace of God and you know and thankfully God gave us away and we'll start out in Isaiah 9 verses 6 through 7 for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father prince of peace of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and holding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And I think this time of year, those verses really hit home because we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, God's one and only Son. So... When I started this, I, I wanted to know, what is peace? So I was kind of like, you know, you, I, when I, I think of peace, I, I, I think of hippies protesting the Vietnam War. You know, make peace, not war. No, you know, no fighting and stuff like that. And, or just like quietness, you know. Just sitting there, being quiet, nothing, you don't hear a sound, something like peaceful nature. Like when I'm on a lake and it's just us and there's nothing around, it's just peaceful, calm waters, but... No distraction. No distraction. So what is peace? From I looked it up, I said, I want to know what biblical peace is. So I, I found on gotquestions.org, it's a biblical website. And their definition of peace is peace is a state of tranquility or quietness of the spirit that transcends circumstances. So I was like, wow. Okay. So, I, 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 when I thought about that, I, I thought about John 14, 27. And... Jesus said in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. 
I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And what I got from that is like, we don't need to have anxiety, worries, and fears, you know? I think a lot of people worry about money this time of year, stress on how to give gifts, how to pay the bills, feed your families. You don't have time for your family when you're working overtime. Yeah, well, I had, yeah, today was one of those days I, I, I've been putting in some hours at work and I, I woke up sore and, and I, I really felt beat up this morning because I was going to try to go to church. I just, my back hurt, my legs hurt. I was like, I think I'm just going to stay home. And, and as I was praying, you know, doing my devotion and praying and I kept hearing, you know, my old church, I didn't go to there, but. I said, I'm going to go watch online. And some things I was pondering for like the next podcast and this topic, their live broadcast today talked about those two topics. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of wild. I mean, that's how Jesus has been working with me, hitting me right when I'm right done praying. But I think if we go, Paul talks a lot about peace. You know, I've seen in a lot of his in the different letters from Paul, he talks about peace and always asking to give, pray for peace for these folks. And in Philippians 4, which Philippians 4 is probably one of my favorite chapters in the whole entire Bible. If we go to verses 4 through 8, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice, which this time of year we should be rejoicing and praising for God. For sure. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. And verse 7 I used a lot over the last year. And it really helps me understand that we got to put what we learn into practice. And I, and I, and the, the peace comes from that. And Jesus said it himself in Luke 6 46 through 49. Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord? And do not do what I say. As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you they are like. What? Oh, excuse me. I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on the, on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice, like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed, and its destruction was complete. It's not a bad beer. I have to get that for it, you know. 
I can't taste my tea. It's so hot, it's burnt my tongue. So. Got anything to say about building a house on foundation? Well, why I brought this up is, you know, trying to find time this week. I mean, I, for a few days, like this week, I have to go back in and I've been going in at 5.30, getting off after 6 o'clock at night, and, I mean, I was so doggone tired, it was hard to focus on on what I wanted to concentrate on this podcast, what Jesus wanted me to say in this podcast, and there were one morning I, I was praying, I was like, you know... I'm not sure what direction to go, Lord. I, I said, I, I need some help. I don't know what you want me to say. And I, I want to know, I want to give what peace is. And so I was, I got up, I lay flat on my stomach, face down on the floor when I pray in the morning. And I stood up because I had to get my boots on for work. And as I stood up, I heard three times, Peace comes with obedience. Peace comes with obedience. Peace comes with obedience. And it, I was floored because it was like, whoo, I had to go in and text Nisi about that. So this is what, what was said to me as I stood up, that peace comes from obedience. And I go back to John 14, John fourteen fifteen says, If you love me, keep my commands. And I was like, Wow. And I and it didn't then I can you know, you go back down to twenty seven, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. And as I drove to work that morning, I realized my peace came from being obedient. You know, for all of us, things aren't always rainbows and unicorns. You know, life does happen. You know, we will all deal with stress, grief, and trials. You know, we're not... We don't have some force field against that stuff. People die around us. Bills come up. Work happens. Like I said, life. And, you know, and I, I believe Jesus didn't say we'd be free from dealing with life. I mean, but it does, I think, life does get easier when you trust in Jesus and the and you, you know, cast your anxieties and stresses on, on Jesus. And for myself, my peace came from when I followed Jesus and developed the relationship and realized I don't have to worry. And Jesus got this. And anyone can have this. And Jesus is ready. And. In John 14, I'm going to stick in John 14 because it's a powerful chapter. In verses 18 through 21, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. 
Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. And I, I think Nisi has one of the most powerful testimonies of being obedient. When that same day that your Stephen passed away and your fiance, and you still went to that. Yeah, I still went to church that night. And that was my first experience with the peace that surpasses all understanding because my whole world had collapsed that day. There was absolutely no reason why earthly reason why I wouldn't be angry at God, blame him, and by no means want to go to church that night. I think most people would have skipped out. They, I, would, they would have blamed God instead of... I was angry. I had my moment where I was angry at God, and I, I cried out to him, and that's when Mr. Level came to me. And he, he just put <coughs> put my everything back in perspective. And flat out told me this was not done to punish you. I'm still trying to find the reason as to why it happened. I know there's a reason, but I, to this day, don't know. I don't, I don't like it. Don't agree with God's tactic, but not much I can do about it. Just trust in him. And shortly after all that, you met me. Yeah. And and that even brought some anger because it was like, okay, God, you could have... I mean, we lived a pretty boring life. And not that me and John didn't, but we were very, very busy. And... I mean, with John, it, it towards the end, it was his cancer, trying to run his business, me working 40 hours a week, trying to take care of him and help him with his business. And... It, I, I don't know. Maybe I would have caught on to what was going on with Stephen had I not been so distracted. But, or if I would have met you and we would have had our boring life, then probably all three of my kids would be here. Yeah. But I believe the relationship with John is what led me to Rob. I was not a good picker until John and his dad told me that the relationship with his son was like a gauge, a meter. My next relationship wasn't at that level, then it's not the right one. I don't know. I just realized I stepped in dog poop on the way here to the shed. That's nice. Yeah. Merry Christmas to me. On oh, hey dudes. On my dudes. I've got poop on my dudes. But that's really all I got tonight. I mean it's not it's kind of a short podcast. It's we're, like I said, I, I've been really tired, exhausted, and but I think we all need peace this time of year. Yeah. And just that 
little moment I got to come in here, or actually I was doing it in the house, just sitting back and just reading the word and getting into it brought me peace. And the fact that, you know, God spoke to me that quick was amazing. And I, I put on worship music on the way to work that day and worshiped them all the way into work because I was like, man, and I'm not going to forget that peace comes from obedience. And I, I never thought of it that way. And then when I really looked into the word, like it truly does. And I think we should just be obedient and watch how your life changes around. So, I'm going to do back-to-back Shed Talks this week. And we'll see what we do next. I'm not sure what we'll do next week. Probably something Christmassy. I'm going to get into the book of Jeremiah. I've been reading through the book of Jeremiah, and there's... I'm really, and I tell you what, Isaiah was kind of, wow, this is over my head. But, man, Book of Jeremiah, I'm really enjoying reading the word in here. And my shed talk comes from Jeremiah 37, verses 2 and 3. Neither he nor his attendants nor the people of the land paid any attention to the words the Lord had spoken through Jeremiah the prophet. King King Zedekiah however, sent Jehul, son of Shalemiah, with the priest of Zephaniah. Zephaniah. Man, I'm Why do you pick stuff that you can't Because I like to say Niaza. i got to have some Iaz. We, we should have called me Rabadiah or something. <laughs> Good Lord. Son of Maseiah to Jeremiah, the prophet, with this message. Please pray to the Lord our God for us. When you read sometimes, I feel, like, I feel like I'm sitting with Medea and she's getting her distorted words. Heller. <laughs> we love Medea. We need to watch that Christmas movie. Yeah. I think when I got out of this and as I was, you know, I, I read the notes down to the Bible and it wrote something that stood out about it is how often we all seek God in times of crisis like he's a band-aid and and you know Jesus is willing to ease our suffering when we when we're in times of need but too many times when things get better we stray back to our old ways and then go back in times of trouble and you know what I'm guilty of that I think a lot of people are guilty of that I would, during my first divorce and my bankruptcy and all that, it's like I'd go and I was on fire and then I slowly went back to my old ways and, you know, I see it with some friends, you know, it's, they were having issues and they were on fire and man, going to Bible studies and stuff like that early in the morning and then they've kind of faltered. You know, even on one another. I don't think they strayed. I think it, it, the fire burned out. And that's what I mean. I mean, you know, it just. 
things got better and it just kind of like that it the light got dimmed and even a front another friend asked that person hey you still going to this church uh just kind of been lazy about it you know i mean i get it I mean, I was kind of lazy this morning. I mean, I was hurting, but I probably could have mustered the energy to go up. But I did get listened to the word this morning. And I did, you know, get my all my presents wrapped that I bought. I kind of want to stay home. Everybody around us is getting sick, and I don't want it. But, you know, as we get, the, when things get better, when we come to Jesus and like I did this last time when I had my anxiety attacks and stuff I went back to God but this time I did I was like we talked about I was obedient I said I listened to what God said and I started seeing the blessings flow I haven't had anxiety attack in months and he showed me the way. And I, I got to thinking, how would you feel if your friends, because I, you know, Jesus is our friend, how would you feel if your friends only came around when they needed something? But they wouldn't come around. When things are good. When things are good. It's always, if it's, I'm just going to throw, like, hey, can you help me move a ladder? Or furniture, whatever. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can I borrow money? You know, stuff like that. But that's what we do to God all the time. Hey, I need this. I need this. I need this. And God wants to be more than just a band-aid for your problems. Experience it. It will change your life. And that's As King David said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. You ready for... Is that it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so our prayer tonight, it's one of those names that's hard to pronounce. It's from uh, Teskey Drake. Lord, help us to live one day at a time, resting in the promise of your love, and provision for us. Thank you for caring about the details of our lives, big and small. Help us to seek you first in all things. Amen. Amen. And her scripture for that was, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Matthew six thirty four. And even though I can't get on Facebook because I'm in Facebook jail. I ugly, think you're permanently out. I'm probably permanently out of Facebook. I got, I think I got hacked. Because um, they totally deleted his profile. Like you can't even. I couldn't even, him. I couldn't even get on our church's website to watch our church service today. Because that's what my plan, but I can't because it's on Facebook Live. But share on our Facebook page, you know, if I was thinking about like the next year coming up, if you want us to continue doing like books of the Bible, how we did with Colossians and 
and what, James. James. I kind of enjoyed doing a book of the Bible. So, if you want us to continue that, I'm thinking that's kind of where I'm getting led to doing that. Maybe we all share and reading the Bible together and learning together. So, that's something that was speaking to me this week, too. So, I figured I'd start looking ahead. Have having these little quick one-off episodes like we've had for the holidays. And I'll do my best next week. This is going to be a really busy week for me. So, but I think we're going to have a little bit of sort of a Christmassy one. And I got some special Christmassy drink for that. So, it'll be on Christmas Eve. And can't wait to share with you again. Till next week, we'll see you. Bye.